0: Taylor said, Throw the bongos on this track. I want the Glockenspiel.
1: Yeah, what do you got back there? Let's just go through this closet for a second.
0: <laughs> Let's go to your local middle school band room and just fucking load it up. I heard a bell, too. Oh, yeah. I heard the bells. Big bell guy. Just- Bing. Wow. Live from the studio. Nice, friendly cast. Ooh, just a couple friends. Just a couple castings. Something about James Taylor just makes you just want to be friends, you know. He was—he just <laughs> sounds friendly, you know.
1: Just—I feel like we've just been chilling
0: for so long after hearing that mm-hmm, song. Mm-hmm. It's like wow, we talked about so much. I'm We're glad friends. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I woke up with the sudden urge to listen to Jim Croce because that spun us on a little, uh, little tirade of acoustic music, exactly. classic acoustic music, live from the studio. I'm Jimmy Silesky. I'm Eric Glazer. We're coming at you. We we may have, uh, we're coming at you for the first time since the beach. We may have, uh, we may have lied about <laughs> we were hood dreaming. doing a beach cast. I think we lied about everything. <laughs> We've been lying about so much stuff. <laughs> the only thing we did do is go to the beach. We didn't, uh, we didn't go parasailing. We didn't get a boat. Yeah, we did not none of that stuff. <laughs> <It> <laughs> Apparently, was right. you
1: can't. Do all that stuff in just like two days?
0: Yeah, you really can't. The thing, the be, the science behind a beach vacation, as I'm learning as I get older, as I become 29 and exactly uh, three and a half hours. Yeah, when is, you're
1: listening to this tomorrow, say happy birthday, Jimmy. Yeah,
0: say what's up. Say what's up. Is uh, you know, in order to do those kind of like, I'm gonna call them extracurricular mm. vacation activities, because because everybody knows <laughs> on a vacation, bless you, you got the big, yeah. you got the big three. Beach pool bars, mm-hmm. beach pool bars, and bars include dinner. And so I'm gonna say all that. And falls also, in. pool
1: is like only if your place has a pool.
0: Yeah, yeah, pools. A, pool's As we a found game. out, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we thought we were gonna uh, get into the pool at Riptide, but they were like, just because you're a patron at Riptide pool bar. Doesn't mean you can get in the pool, and I was like, I also, thought we're gonna put
1: a gate up <laughs> yeah. between the bar and the pool.
0: I was like I thought, that's exactly what that would mean, actually, you know. But I guess <laughs> not. The more I think about it, the more I, I, it kind of makes sense, you know, because uh, yeah, so sure. many people would just, yeah, someone show would drown. Pool. Yeah, well, that too. But uh, I mean, they have, they have, you know, Scott worked at a pool bar in LA, and that seemed to work. But what they do is, um you have to get a table and they have spending minimums for the tables mm. so they'd be like if you want this table <laughs> What is
1: it like a strip club?
0: Kinda. I mean it's Los Angeles baby. And like they just kind of, you know, every every place has their own way of weeding out the uh people they want, they don't want. And uh at that place in LA, they would just be like, "Look, dude, if you want to sit at this fucking table, you got to spend $200 minimum." And you're like And you uh, can't even go in the pool. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you just want to get a table by the pool, you might you get just a splash look at the pool. <laughs> But Riptide was cool. I was impressed. Uh, We did a little. We did a little tour of all a couple of the places um, that we featured in our OC summer bracket. Which Mm -hmm. it was your first time at Secrets, dude. I didn't know you'd never been there.
1: Yeah, first time in a couple of those places.
0: Uh, What other place was a first for you? Uh, probably Fager's. Unless did we go to Fager's before when we were down there? Uh we. I feel like yeah, Fager's is like one of those places you don't even know you're at. You're <laughs> like, oh shit, that bar yeah. that you have to like cross a swamp to get to. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> so I've crossed a bridge. Been there. Yeah, uh, we uh, definitely yeah, definitely hit
1: secrets first.
0: Mm-hmm. We didn't hit uh, we didn't hit Mackey's. We hit Coconuts, which is cool fish obviously, obviously hit that place up check out the fucking plaques dude shouts the fuck out to fish Tales, man I, it is the words cannot describe how how just amped amped <laughs> i was when i saw the bucket i was like cool 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 you know the buckets there and the kind of like local yokel part of the bar and i was like this is sweet dude but i, I saw the bracket i was like I, my heart grew three sizes that dude, day they like style. right there yeah dude so right much At the end of the bar it's sick i kind of felt bad because i feel like we got so jacked up that we forgot that there was a table that just got their food <laughs> right next to the bracket that was like hey can we and we just like rushed them and just tried to take a picture there and yeah, yeah. they were like what the fuck yeah of course <laughs> and um i don't feel like they ever we never really got the full uh Oh no, you're good, dude. It was never like they were never totally okay with it.
1: Oh no, yeah. That's they why were, we completely rushed away from there, right, when we were done.
0: Yeah, like he was never he was never happy about that situation. But it's like, dude. Dude, I'm lighting a cig right now. Uh dude. <laughs> it goes okay. I think it it's turned fine. out okay. Though. I'm sure he's not gonna talk about that on his uh on his podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if he had
1: a podcast, it'd be the whole episode.
0: <laughs> Dinner dad's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just terrible experiences going out to dinner with my family. <laughs> Episode four hundred and sixty-eight. Yeah. Why did we go to a fucking bar for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> We saw it at a high tapping fish tails right next to the coveted bracket and the boy let me tell you. But no, that was sweet, man. That was so cool. And coconuts was obviously, you know, we don't have any pool of coconuts, dude. They were just like, dude, fuck you. What was cool is when we went up to the bracket, the bartender, um, Oh, we was, almost
1: got kicked out of coconuts.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we should have been kicked out of coconuts. <laughs> I, it's honestly a, a, almost... I'm almost mad we didn't get kicked out of coconuts. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Even though we were waiting to get food from coconuts, mm-hmm. we were waiting to get seated, and Scott got kicked out like three times in between getting our like food and everything.
0: Scott likes to get his blacking out in early. Yeah. By the end of the night, he's the soberest one. It's I unbelievable. Know. If you would have told me that night That Scott Albrecht, the man who pissed in the middle of the beach next to four policemen in broad daylight, (laughs) was going to be the one driving my car home that night. Oh, my God. I would have said, what? No. I didn't even think Scott was going to make it out to the bars. (laughs) But then we got to freaking Fagers, and I was like, dude, why would I get one beer at a time when I can get two beers at a time? (laughs) And then we were talking about leaving for like three hours and just kept drinking and not leaving. Oh, yeah. or I and just then like drinking. the
1: bar just closed.
0: Yeah. That was a good... So we learned a lot. Like yeah, Thursday Scott night...
1: dance for like five hours straight though. I'm pretty sure he burned everything out. Literally
0: unreal. I couldn't believe it. I See, I kind of envy that because I never really learned how to enjoy dancing he's like Mm -hmm. dude like it's just like so like rejuvenating for me like i just i gotta do these motions and like it just like realigns me i'm like dude shut the fuck up (laughs) but then i'm like yeah i mean like when i go out i just like try to not look stupid like i don't want to stay i don't want to be stiff you know that's 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 a class that's a class they should teach i think in school i think they should teach Uh, general dancing (laughs) general not even general dancing just general posturing while in a dancing environment because like not everybody's gonna be a dancer dude when i saw that dance circle look eight years ago i would have gone in there and hit the spongebob oh yeah no questions asked but now 28 almost 29 year old me i'm not doing that dude yeah no i'm not doing that you know so i just try to hit like the um a little shoulder bop, just make mm-hmm. sure I'm on beat a little bit and just kinda look cool, you know, kinda you gotta, look. Cool. You
1: know, you just gotta not sit there like straight faced still. Yeah, yeah. That's cause all cause you gotta not weird. do. And you can just fucking do a little shoulder roll, just fucking mm-hmm.
0: chill, like who cares? I mean Scott made a name for us, dude. When we went to Secrets the next night, somebody came up to us as soon as we walked in the place. He was like, Dude, are you the guy from last night?
1: <laughs> You're a fucking legend. And he just kept saying over and over, I want what he's on. Yeah,
0: he was definitely trying to buy drugs from us. Yeah. It's like, dude, you but don't also, understand. like,
1: Scott wasn't on anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's just Scott.
0: <laughs> like, Scott was coasting off, like, three Miller Lights and a gin and tonic. He's like, yeah. dude, I can get you a gin and tonic, and that's what you want. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know if it's going to do that. <laughs> you know? It doesn't do that for me. But, like, <laughs> yeah, well, so Thursday night we went down there. And, look, I'm not going to say not to you, but to the rest of the... I'm not going to say I told you so. Mm. But what did you and I discuss previously that week when we were making our general plans? My plan was, dude, Thursday night... Look, it's the first time we've all been in the same room together for a while. Like, we haven't seen Mihai in like eight years, you yeah. know? And like, some people haven't seen other people in so many years. And it's like, I felt like, dude, let's just get to the beach... Get to the room. We got a nice balcony. We got a night. We got a whole bunch of booze to drink. And like, let's just fucking make Thursday night a fucking. You know, we can get something to eat, but like, let's just get let's just get fucked up and hang out at the place. Mm -hmm. Thursday night, kind of like you know, settle in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mehedi had to go out, dude. He had (laughs) to go out,
1: dude. Next thing you know, let me tell you how I came to the situation. So I like walked in, and all of you guys were already plastered. (laughs) That's facts. And then instantly, you guys were like, all right, perfect, let's go out.
0: That now Pick was, it up, pick it up. That was not my idea, dude. <laughs> my, i like, I, at first, everyone agreed with me, but, like, look, I was obviously the team mom leading up to the trip, oh, yeah. right? Like, I got us there. Mm-hmm. But after that, it was like, you know what, Thursday, I'm going to bow out, but Friday, I'm becoming team dad. (laughs) I'm going team dad mode. I let Mahedi have the first night. I let us walk into Mother's 16 minutes before closing, unbeknownst to us, and then, you know, we're sitting there all all wasted at Mother's, (laughs) like, not really even eating all our food and just sitting there debating evolution with Mihai. And the server's (laughs) are just like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? (laughs) (laughs) And then we walk to um, Sky Bar, which... Look, I was just trying to help. Like, I didn't know if Skybar was gonna be good or not. Oh uh, like, yeah, you know, like you. got...
1: Hey, I thought it was know. a good idea too, cause it was also like close.
0: Yeah, it's close. And then we went. Then Skybar was dead. and Then we went to Dead Freddy's, and Dead Freddy's was, as is in the name, Dead, dead. dead. <laughs> Freddy's. <laughs> I mean, they, they fucking, they knew how to name that shit. But uh. You know, it's also a Thursday, so I don't know what, what would have been popping. You know, I wasn't trying to, like, drive anywhere. It was too much. So we went back to the place and just did what we originally should have been doing the whole time. We, exactly. We wasted so much time just, like, trying to find Got a place a nice to work out nice little get... workout in. Oh,
1: dude, so I we think. We walked down. Little did we know, we could have just went two more blocks past Dead Freddy's and been at Fagers.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then again, it's like, I think uh, Friday Figures was the move because, oh, yeah. dude, that night, like, Dude, the day when you drive down, I did so much shit that day. Even before I got in the car to go to the beach, like I had a lot of hood dreams myself. I was gonna get go to the car wash, you know, get it detailed, <laughs> fucking vacuum it, yeah, put yeah. my new air freshener... I was gonna put my new air freshener until I vacuumed. I did dust my car, Ooh. um, and then Scott comes in and he's, he, he, you know, he was staying here, and uh, he sees me here in the morning, like just kind of getting some stuff wrapped up, and he's like, dude, I. I think I might have a gig in New York on Saturday. So, like, I don't even know if I'm going down. And I was like, dude, you, you obviously have to go down. Yeah. Like, do you know how stupid that would be if we're we're leaving? It's Thursday morning right now. You might have a gig on Saturday in New York City. And you're saying because you might have a gig on Saturday, you might just not go. I was like, dude, just fu- just go and you can get a rental car in Ocean City. Yeah, You know, it's easy money. If you can get a rental car here, you can get a rental car there. You don't have a car, you know. So I convinced him to do that, but first we had to go to um, Joseph A. Banks, mm-hmm. it's fastly becoming my least favorite store. <laughs> I gotta say, I, something. I, if I would have known how difficult it was uh, to get a suit, and yeah. and not it not that it's difficult, how difficult they make it to get a suit. We showed up. I went there a month and a half ago. Now this is all before we even leave for Ocean City. I just want to get yeah, this out yeah. of the way. This is a little much. We show up. And, um, or I show up cause Scott's still in LA at this point a month and a half ago. And I put in an order for two suits. Now at that time, Marissa's dad was there, but not there. He was off at the time. Yeah. So I was like, so now I had to deal with his other dude, just yeah, some yeah. other old dude. <laughs> and he's like, kind of like, I, he's nice, but unapproachable at the same time. Like yeah, yeah. he doesn't know that I don't know what I'm doing. Like, dude. You got to at least have the wherewithal to yeah, be like, like, this is my first suit. Dude. Yeah. Not everybody's buying fucking tailored suits every every other month. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I yeah, I'll be 29 in a bit, and I've never bought a tailored suit. I don't know how to do this. My <laughs> grandmother has bought all my dress clothes since the time I was born. I don't think I've ever draw, bought any dress clothing whatsoever.
1: Yeah. And also, you probably just get, like, hand-me-downs and shit. Oh, of course.
0: Yeah. And so I go in there, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to place an order for my shit and Scott's shit. So I get two suits, I mean, two jackets, two pants. They come back. I get my stuff, tailored. Long story short, they ordered the wrong pants for Scott. First of all, it takes them forever to find it because yeah. now, you know, Marissa's dad was moved to another location. Some other shit's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. Every time we go into the store, they can't find the suit. They have no idea where it is. Jesus. They got to, like, call the fucking... They got to call Joseph A. Bank himself <laughs> to fucking locate our suit. And it's like, dude, you know, like, I'm every time I walked into that store, it was an hour and a half episode. And really? by the end of it, I was like, dude... You know, they st- Scott still doesn't have his pants. And Damn. even once they get the pants, they sell through the alterations. It's yeah, like, yeah. I was saying to Scott, I was like, dude, we've been doing this for like two and a half months. If they don't manage to get this shit done by the wedding day, we should sue <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know or if you just can sue. Or get like a sue.
1: refund or some shit.
0: I mean, this got to be something. I mean, it, it was like, it was ludicrous. And like, look. This is, this is a thing um, that put – as a customer, you're in a weird position because as a customer, you don't want to assume that the person doing their job is bad at their job. Mm-hmm. So I try not to overstep the boundaries of like trying to make sure they're doing shit right. Yeah. But whenever – not all the time, but I would say enough times when I give the person in charge of my shit leeway to do things his way, it gets fucked up. I remember specifically when I was leaving that store because I, I, I went there and got my measurements done and I texted Scott and I was like, dude, you fucking measured yourself in your apartment with your own measuring tape. Like, I don't think that that's how we should go about this. You're getting back into town on the 10th. Just go in when you get back and get them done then. Yeah. So, so they took my measurements and I told them my friend will be here to do his measurements next week. I see them put both of our suits on the hanger to get shipped out. Yeah. Now, I didn't want to reiterate for the third fucking time that my friend is going to come back. So instead what they do is they send both suits out to the tailor. <laughs> now when Scott comes back to get his adjustments done, they just don't have the suit. Mm. I wanted to say so bad. I wanted to say again, hey, dude, you should take this suit off and keep this in the store. But I don't want to assume that that guy doesn't know that. But then because I don't assume that that guy doesn't know that, we get fucked. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it is a weird situation because you don't ever want to be in those positions where it's like the guy's like, dude, I know. I know how I work here. I know how to do it. (laughs) But it's like half the time, you know, I went to go get my uh, guitar luthiered today, set up like kind of, it's 10 years old. They just got to do readjustments and shit like that. And I just make a point. I like got them all the stuff. I ordered all the stuff already Mm. so they couldn't fuck it up. I was like, this is the nut I want. This is the saddle I want. This is the thing about the strings I want. And you got to say it over and over again. You know, I said, Jimmy Solesky, S-O-L-E-S-K-Y. Okay, what's your email? Jimmy Celeste spelled it again, gmail.com. And then I was like, you know what? Hey, can I look at that screen? Just to make sure you got it right. Sure <laughs> enough, spelled it with an I. No matter how many times you say, I said sky, like the fucking sky. It yeah, doesn't yeah. matter, dude. Damn. So like you gotta kind of take charge of those situations. But um regardless, all that's even before I went to Ocean City. <laughs> so we get down there and like you need a settling in night. You know, yeah, that's yeah. why you go down for a three day weekend. You go down. First night is settle in. Next two days are fucking go as hard as possible. And then Sundays settle out. Yeah. You know, like so, I, I've never been a big go to the beach on the last day guy because I feel like everybody likes the idea of it. The it's day a, before, it's a hood dream. It's a hood dream. It's like you wake yeah. up, you're like, dude,
1: you want to make the most of it, but also
0: leaving, you know, you don't want to have fucking sand on your nuts for three hours. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And um like I said I'm glad we didn't go to Fager's because on on the first night or any like actual pop and bar cuz I know you said I didn't but I think I had alcohol poisoning Thursday night. Dude, I oh, remember no. I remember walking
1: I don't even know if you brought that up.
0: Oh, I did. You told me you, the exact way we had this conversation. This is after we were already drunk again the next day <laughs> <laughs> talking about how yesterday I had alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I oh remember it explicitly cuz I said I said we were all at coconuts getting drinks and um I, that whole I said dude last night I was shivering cold and sweating profusely the entire night and I had no idea why like it wasn't like I was hot and sweating I was freezing cold couldn't get warm but also drenched like soaking into the mattress drenched mm. and I was and I was looking it up and apparently um that is a symptom of when you, your body takes in too much alcohol at once. The liver can't process all of it, and so instead it just sweats it out. Jesus so your body, Christ. because it can't process all the alcohol, you just just sweats it out. How and So it's a drink? blatant symptom. Well, it was like, see, that's the thing. I drink a lot, a, a lot. I drink a lot, a lot. You know, so like, I was surprised that like my body was affected like that on that particular day because in my mind it was like I don't think I drank any. That notably much more than I normally would. I mean, I definitely Mm. drank more than usual. You're on fucking vacation, but it wasn't like I was like doubled up or whatever.
1: Yeah, Um, I don't know. I I mean, I have that sometimes when I sleep at like in a hotel, like when I'm working. That's exactly what you said. It's not, but I don't really like drink on work trips like that. So like, I think it's like, you probably were like sleeping right under the AC on the fucking air mattress. True. We were, we were sitting in coconuts. You had like
0: a thin ass blanket. Like I think, I don't even know. Well, no, no. I mean, it was not an ideal sleeping situation, but like still, I just remember sitting at Coconuts and like right as the server nah, walks up, <laughs> like, dude, I think I had alcohol poisoning last night and the server's like, Jesus. And then you're sitting there. And I tell you the whole thing. You're like, dude, I think that's just a hotel thing. And I'm like, you're right. I just had hotel poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Couldn't have been the fucking leader of gin I drank last night. It was just the hotel thing. It's just the hotel thing. I just remember walking back that night from Dead Freddy's and just being like uh, just like dead, you know? Yeah. But uh you know, the next night was well, definitely. Also, we
1: had we had some weird like it was hot as fuck. We went to Skybar. It was hotter up there somehow. And then like, yeah, we just walked all the fuck around and then got back to the Airbnb that like was never, ever that cold inside.
0: Oh, yeah. I think the stairs at Skybar literally was a turning point for me. I think when I got <laughs> to the top of the stairs, I was like, I need to go home. Like, it was Jeez. just suddenly something about, I mean, the stairwell, you would think they have an elevator, you know, it's a fucking Skybar. Nope, you got to walk up that flight of stairs just to get to the top so they can be like, we're closed. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's dead on, up dude. here. Um, but I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like I said, like if you go to the beach for a week, that's when you employ all the. Extra shit. You know, mm-hmm. two days it's like in order to get adequate beach time, see all the places you want to see, which we had a lot on our list. You know, mm-hmm. the next day, like I said, we went to coconuts, we went to Fagers later. Yeah, which for was the awesome the amount that we
1: drank, we made sure that we did a lot. Yes. And we Like con- we never really stayed anywhere too long.
0: That's the thing that people outside
1: not- of like the late night, like, all right, this is the last place we're going to.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But that is a thing that um I think more people need to understand is vacations are a workout like in order to continuously be doing stuff for three days straight like it's supposed to be relaxing and it is mm-hmm. but it's also a lot of work to be making yourself do shit yeah to feel like you're getting your value out of your time there you know because y- you don't want to go on a vacation and spend half your time in the room watching TV. And then when you leave, you're like, damn, I barely did anything. Like, I think (laughs) I spent all yesterday just watching Netflix. Like, I could have done that at my house. So it's like, there is a certain amount of pressure to do a bunch of shit, and it's exhausting. That's why whenever you get back from a vacation, you immediately fucking crash. Yeah. You know? So Friday, we almost did it right. We went out to happy hour a little. We went out to happy hour after the beach. We got showered up, and and like basically happy hour started our night. Problem with that is... By the time we're done happy hour, we get to Fager's. It's only nine. I mean, it was like, it yeah, was like what way the,
1: too fucking early. It was like,
0: what the fuck, dude? It was way too early. We kept also, looking at the we clock. We like started our day way too early. Yeah. I was actually surprised how many of us just got up. Like we were all up by like 10, mm-hmm. You know, like I know I, I probably would have slept longer if I wasn't in the living room and just everybody yeah. walking around me like it's I mean, kind of hard.
1: My room was also four people deep sleeping. So like. It was pretty easy to wake up whenever like anyone moved.
0: <laughs> did you get a bunk, or did you sleep on the queen bed with somebody?
1: I slept on the queen bed with Scott.
0: Yeah, I think that I, uh, low-key, by pulling the couch, I think that might have been one of the best Dude, options. Dude, I
1: know. I, 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 don't get me wrong. The queen bed was nice. It was really roomy. Mm-hmm. But I almost went for the couch on uh, on Friday night. Whenever like a slot was open, but then mahedi took it. Yeah,
0: yeah, like, Ooh, you rascal. Yeah, I got the air mattress first night, couched next to. I don't think I got. A, I think the last night there, I got decent sleep, but I didn't really get much good sleep there. You know, mm-hmm. ever. It's kind of no, hard. No. It's like it's, it's hard really...
1: on like a vacation bed. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm.
0: they're always terrible. They so, have like the
1: piss liner, so you don't even feel the cushion. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So Saturday, I think we really did it right. We went to the beach. Um, we got kicked out of the ocean six times for throwing the football, which is beyond <laughs> me. I mean, yeah, here we like are. getting fucking... yelled
1: at by the lifeguard for having fun.
0: Oh, my God. We're over on the fucking beach butt-chugging white claws by our towels. But then when we go... Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But if you toss a football in the ocean, that is a new rule. And that guy tried to act like that's always been a rule. I'm like, no, it's <laughs> yeah, not, dude. What the fuck was I that think, about? I've been here every year of my life since I was born. And not once has anyone ever told me to stop throwing a, a ball in the ocean. I don't even see the problem with that. Like
1: they there's ch- no like rationality in my head for it to be like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense.
0: They make rule we talked about this a couple times ago, and we talked about it a lot on the vacation as well, but they make certain rules to give them an opportunity to enforce them selectively against people that they just don't like, like, if you see, like, a bunch of, like, annoying, obnoxious-ass dudes, like, throwing the football around and, like, almost hitting other people on the beach and shit like that, you know, like that's we've done... That's fine, though. Yeah, that's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine.
1: No, they said we could play on the beach. Yeah, I landed... Could run over people's towels and kick sand in people's faces. And,
0: eight years ago, I landed face-first into a woman's ass diving <laughs> for a ball. And that was totally fine. Illegal. And, totally fine. And now I can't even toss toss the pigskin in the ocean. Yeah, I mean they sell the football. The Regardless, ball said Ocean City. I, <laughs> I know, <laughs> <laughs> not to be used in Ocean City. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, but that I means that that was fun. Of course, I lost my sunglasses again. I knew it. I made it. I, I made lucked
1: it. the fuck out. I didn't lose mine this time.
0: I need to get. I don't want to get those like the string that goes behind your neck because i think that looks very daddish yeah but oh, i do get, though i do want to get um like they got to sell these and if not i'm going to invent them um like a little small as small as possible little noodle that you can put on either side like attach it floaty noodles so that oh, when they ahead? come off they just float oh my god you don't think that could be an, you don't think that could be a thing no that could be a thing i think that'd be sweet you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that could be cool. There's gotta they if they don't have those, that's my next thing.
1: It's your next move.
0: That's my next thing. After the band takes off, the podcast takes off. Uh floaty sunglasses noodles is the next uh life investment. But uh unfortunately didn't have those at the time, so we lost those. But uh Saturday we did it right, dude. We went to the beach, we left a little bit early from the beach, went to Riptide before getting showered. Yeah. As if to say We are coming back still and we are going to get regrouped and then we're going to start our night at an appropriate nighttime starting time, you know? Mm -hmm. So we hit Riptide. Cool band. I think, what were they called? DTZ was their Instagram. DTZ something. Playing mostly original stuff, you know, white boy reggae, but cool. Like, just like very sublime-ish. I like that kind of shit uh, in certain contexts and that was certainly the context. Um, And then we went to Fishtails, obviously, covered that whole thing. And then uh, Secrets. That was the that was the pinnacle, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just well.
1: In between that, we went. We all went home after. Uh, did we leave straight from Fish to go back? Yeah, we went. We went from. We went f- to get ponzetti's. Oh uh, yes, we got five ponzetti's pizzas. Mm-hmm.
0: Crushed every last. Crushed bucket. every
1: last fucking piece. Got all showered up. Boom, secrets. Boom. The night begins.
0: Yep. Night begins. First thing, you know, earlier in the day. Scott says, dude, I think Sarah's here. (laughs) And I was like, what? No way. Tell her to come out to uh, Secrets. And he was like, oh, I just did. And I was like, okay, cool. She says she's going. And I was like, okay, weird. But not weird. Like, cool, you know? Weird. (laughs) Weird. Why is she going to Secrets? That's our little, like, underground dive bar that we go to. (laughs) Nobody else goes to Secrets. How does she know about Secrets? Locals only. (laughs) So we go in there and, like, you know, I'm just stoked – because uh, I know some of us, like you, hadn't seen it. I know a couple. Probably, I don't think Scott had really ever um, seen it in its t- totality before either. So I think when we walked in that nightclub section, he, I remember he visibly, audibly went, "Whoa, okay," like he was <laughs> like, you know, like he realized like we weren't fucking around that night. Like it was like it was wild. Yeah, um, that shit was crazy. I saw Sarah as soon as I walked in. I mean, I thought I was gonna have to like mull around a little bit. I saw her, and I'm not gonna lie. I acted like I didn't see her because I wasn't with anybody, you know, Damn. and Scott failed to mention that he was with all of us. He just said, I'm going to secrets tonight. And he didn't mention like with like the entire fucking high school crew, you know. And so I saw over there. I remember we were watching that other band on the beach side. And then Mahedi was like, oh, I wonder when Sarah's getting here. I was like, dude, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I saw her like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and he was like, what? Really? We got to go over there. I was like, yeah, yeah, man, let's go. <laughs> and not because any other reason. It's just like it's weird when you, it's the first time you've seen somebody in so long. And like the last time you saw them was like a totally different dynamic. So it was yeah. like it was cool and it was good to see her. And like, you know, what are the odds? I ran into somebody else there too and like that's so crazy you know it was it was a dope oh, yeah.
1: you're <laughs> t- some tinder girl or something yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but like that was i mean like i said that wasn't even that was fine because like we literally she came out to see me play one time in bel-air we didn't even hang out afterwards she just like we just like stay at the bar and then i like dropped her off after i left the bar and then we just never talked again and i was like well i guess it was kind of like a mutual we don't really need to go any further type thing you know what i mean like it was just yeah. like we met each other I met her friends. One of her friends was kind of a bitch. The other ones were cool. And then, uh, and then we left. You and know? That? Yeah. That's Tinder Day, dude. Sometimes
1: that's, that's just all you need.
0: That's all you need. And, you know, I saw her, and it was just like, "Bada boom bada bing Hey, what's up? Good to see you. But, uh...
1: You went up to her and said, I'm a ghost. Boom. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, that band. What I was gonna get into about the band is like, I mean, regardless, get that into it. gig is gotta be one of the coolest gigs you can get if you're not fam- if you're not literally famous. I mean, how much bigger of an event can you play? I oh, mean,
1: especially like if you just live in Ocean City.
0: <laughs> I don't think that those bands live in Ocean City. Those really? bands are touring bands. Interesting. The ba- the bands that they get to play the inside and outside room. If not, at least from other parts of Maryland. Like, okay, I Are you know. Sure?
1: I just assumed they were all like just old people from fucking
0: Ocean City. Oh no, that's Fager's. Fager's and the other places get like semi-local bands in there. Um, Secrets gets nationally touring cover bands. Last <laughs> time I was in Secrets, last time I was in Secrets, we saw a band called Tuesday's Nationally called- touring cover. Bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a thing dude you don't understand it's a thing dude if there's a secret in every in state the big dogs. i mean <laughs> so that band was called lima bean lima bean riot and they were good um but uh the thing you know they're i don't think they're from maryland like i said i think there's a lot of bands that they bring in like that's a high paying gig they fly you in they put you up in a hotel you play the whole weekend i think and Damn. you know it's like it's like a real thing i mean you're playing to like I mean, how many people would you say were just in that one room at the peak of the night? Oh, my God. Too many. Too many? Yeah,
1: way (laughs) too many. Fucking way too many. And, like, I mean... The thing was, when I was there, I kept thinking, like, I feel like we're in, like, a cruise ship that crashed on a beach. (laughs) And now that, like, yeah, nationally turned car... Yeah, it's like a cruise ship.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Now, the thing that gets my goat a little bit about that and this is not exclusive to don't this cry. band it's a it's a big thing just in general and i think a lot of like normal touring bands do this as well it's like the amount of playback tracks like you know i've on the last podcast was talking about how rap is kind of like in a lot of ways just doing karaoke to your own beat sometimes they don't even take the words out they just rap along with it mm-hmm. but like when you go see a band and like it's a four piece band now they have a they have a singer uh who does nothing but sing, which, I don't even have to say it, is a pet peeve of mine. It annoys me <laughs> when the singer doesn't do anything but sing. It's like, oh, ooh, you know? Um, so they have one guitarist, one bassist, a drummer, and then a singer that do- only sings. So a four-piece band with three instruments. Basically, me, John, and Joe, because I play guitar and sing. So the same amount of instrumentation, the same amount of components to the mix. Yeah, And yet they're playing you know, with like, all kinds of shit in the background big fucking synth waves and, and, key, and other extra drums and shit like that and it's like it doesn't get my goat but it kind of it's like damn you guys couldn't just get a keyboardist yeah you know how, like when we went to the Riptide pool bar it was a five piece band and they all played an instrument
1: they're jammed in the corner of fucking Riptide yeah
0: and the guy's playing fucking organ He's and the other guy's playing over
1: the pool yeah
0: and it's like you don't even have two guitars bro like the band at Fagers was killing it you know and like, they had a singer that only sang too. I guess that's an Ocean City. I mean, that's that's standard these days. But uh, yeah, it just kind of the, the 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 concert itself. I it, I don't really go to concerts that often, mm-hmm. and um, getting to the front. First of all, nobody knows who this band is, but it's so crazy how people still have this. And they were good. They were good. I mean, I don't mean when I say this, to I, I think I was just that was more me observing out loud how like oh wow you can play a show like that and just like get playback tracks i never even thought about getting playback tracks so that was not me casting shade at the band at all <laughs> i don't want it to come off that way secrets please book us um but like it is crazy how like you know scott and dan managed to weasel their way up to the front and lucas
1: it's kind of easy if you know what to do
0: yeah but i made the unfortunate mistake of hitting Lucas Lee's weed pen uh, and getting mildly high for the first time in seven months right before I ventured into a gigantic crowd and tried to to passive-aggressive my way up to the front to see a band I didn't even know just so I could talk to Scott and Dan and be like, yo, what's up? And then realize I spent 15 minutes making slow slow progress with Mahedi up to the front and as soon as I got there I was like, dude, I just ran out of beer and now I have to piss. (laughs) So now I have to go to the bathroom, get another beer, and it's going to be another, like, 20 minutes before I get back up here. And so I just said, fuck it. And I just, I was like, Mahedi, I'll, I'll catch you somewhere else. And I, uh, I, I, I walked out and, and you guys, I couldn't find you, but I didn't want to use my phone. I did a little mm. challenge with myself. Cause I was thinking like, what would people have done? Like what would we have done if this was, like, in the 90s? Yeah. You know, none of us had cell phones, and, like, we would just have to, like, walk around and just see if we can recognize somebody.
1: Yeah, I don't think any of us really used our phone that night.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, not at all. I didn't look at mine, really. I, I mean, I made a point of it at that, but, like, in general, I'm not really a big phone guy on vacations. I made the tragic mistake of looking at my phone and trying to work out a gig uh, on Friday when we were on our little fucking trip. And <laughs> we, I took the, I took the quarter tab... And I was like, all right. I just took a little bit of acid. Time to do some emails. Time. <laughs> and I remember saying to myself, don't do anything business related. Don't pick up the phone. Don't be texting people, arranging shit, because you're going to, like, you don't know what you're doing. And so, but then, of course, I get a text, and it's like, yo, can you play at Wayward on a Thursday? Or no, today? Can you play Wayward today? And I read that as Thursday for no explainable reason. And uh, I go through the whole process of texting the guy like, yo, I got you, bro. I'm so stoked to play at Wayward on (laughs) Thursday, boy. (laughs) And I text the man. He's like, all right, text the manager. And I text the manager. I'm like, yo, I got you this Thursday. You know your boy's sophomore. We got you on Thursday. (laughs) And he's like, and then he immediately calls me. And it was at that moment that I realized I was on acid. And I pick up the phone and I'm like, oh, hello. And he's like, yo, Jimmy? Um, we were talking about Thursday. I need you to play tonight. And I was like, oh, shit, dude. I'm at the beach. And he's like, oh, uh, why'd you say you could do the gig? And I was like, dude, I thought, I thought he said Thursday. And then he was like, Oh yeah, the guy probably messed it up. And I was like, Yeah, he that guy, that guy <laughs> probably messed it up. That, it was that definitely that guy. I think that, that guy might have been on acid. Should fire him. <laughs> <laughs> probably hacked his phone too to make it say today. <laughs> he read he redacted that text, dude. I know for a fact. <laughs> and so, you know, at the end of the call, I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, but you know, if you ever want anybody to play a wayward, hit me up. He's like, yeah all right all right dude i just did i <laughs> just did blew it you can't read dude i'm not gonna hit on somebody that can't read <laughs> so uh but that that situation actually works self doubt too because it turns out that 101 banditos i knew they were the same owner but apparently they own wayward as well mm. so the guy who books those two places came out to see me and john play at banditos last night loved us and he actually just picked up the booking job for Wayward, probably because that guy just got fired from booking at Wayward. Hey. So you were like, dude, you got to get your shit together. He's like, no, you don't understand. This guy said he was going to play tonight. And then they're like, I don't want to hear it, dude. I've heard that's the oldest trick in the book. The old blame the band technique. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> When's sophomore playing? <laughs> uh, so that, that situation worked itself out, too. Hopefully we can Perfect. get some purple patio shindigs going with that. Uh-oh. yeah. But yeah, man, overall, uh, I don't, you know, the older I get, the more trips I go on where I don't really necessarily, like, I I feel like a weekend is long enough in most cases, and usually when I go home, I'm happy to be home, I'm ready to go home, it's like, I I came, I saw, I conquered, I'm back. I, looking back, looking back three days ago, Mm -hmm. um... I was so depressed when I got back home, and I was like, I guess it was this kind of combination of like realizing that like that really was, and hopefully it's not a once in a lifetime kind of trip, mm-hmm. but it really was a once in a lifetime type of trip. Where like how often, and like how many friend groups even can manage to stay close enough over that many years to coordinate something like that, and and then not only coordinate it and make it happen. But make it fun. You know, it's like, because a lot of people drift apart and it's like, oh, dude, I haven't seen Bill in six years. And like, he's kind of a square now. And like, we don't really connect on anything. And like,
1: no, it's funny too. Like, before we went down, you're like,
0: oh, yeah, no, the
1: best part about a guy's trip, we'll break (laughs) off, we'll do our own thing. We'll just (laughs) chill, like, you know, we'll do our own thing. Get down there all three days. We're rolling eight deep everywhere we go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was a miscalculation on my part. <laughs> I didn't realize how fucking tight we were going to be, dude. I we yeah, were dude. such friends, dude. We wanted everything. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew we are all friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, other than that, you know, uh, shouts out to Pizza Mambos, dude. The only place in Ocean City that was ready to serve us food at 3 in the morning. And... Two blocks away. Two blocks away. I mean, the literally across that? the street. Yeah. Thank God we didn't let Scott run that whole call. That would have been a disaster. Oh my mean? God. Did, that was painful. <laughs> I literally, I was like, I'm not even hungry anymore. It's I like, lost. Uh,
1: <laughs> he finally got on call with the person. <laughs> They're like, all right, what do you want to order? Because it, he wasn't getting through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like he kept. It was the same thing with Ponzetti's earlier. Yeah. Where I called it like 31 times before they picked up because they yeah. were so busy. But Scott was calling for like 10 minutes straight. He finally got through. the like, all right, Pizza Mamba's, what can I do? And he's like, yeah, I want to order up pickup. Um, let me look at the menu. Yeah,
0: it's like, dude, what? And then he's like, uh, and then he's trying to describe the place. And he's like, uh, sand, like the beach trap. And they have no idea what we're talking about. Probably because they can't comprehend. Because we originally wanted delivery. They probably couldn't comprehend that we were ordering delivery from across the street. I know. They're like, do you know where you are? You're talking about this sand trap, the one that I'm looking at right now? Dude, I see you on the phone right now. I'm literally looking, you can hang up, just yell your order here right now, dude. And then he finally gets a chance to order. He's like, can we get a, a pizza? <laughs> like, dude, there's eight dudes, bro. You want one pizza.
1: <laughs> can we get a pizza?
0: <laughs> and I was like, dude, give me the fucking phone. This is ridiculous. And it worked out. I mean, you could tell that that was like the Stokos of Ocean City. Like, oh, you walked sure. and it was like, yeah, yeah. they're just, they're, they're with the shits, like they're, they're, they're the late night
1: kings. They were
0: about it, and you thought I thought Pizza Two Goes was the was the late night boys down there, but Pizza Two Goes was
1: it might have been too far away. M
0: I A, dude. There's Pizza Two Goes like every three blocks. I feel like mm. they're like, but they they were they didn't show up to the plate that past weekend. But Pizza Mambo's stepped it up, dude.
1: Dude got those onion rings in me. That was perfect.
0: Oh yeah, that was a good call. Onion rings. I only got two. I mean, sometimes, that's two is all I need. Two is you know? all that's I need, like, yeah. You get a couple onion rings. I
1: opened that thing and I was like, I'm going to crush these. And then I had like three and I was like, I'm close to my limit. <laughs> there's like, there's definitely a max of onion rings any person can
0: eat. Mm-hmm. Now, since we were talking about Ponzetti's, I think it's important to note that I love Ponzetti's. We, we as a people, love Ponzetti's, but... You gotta, you gotta. If you're that good of a business, you can't have people calling 31 times to try to get through. <laughs> That's a little excessive. I don't think I've called anyone 31 times. Just in my have life. like
1: a on hold line.
0: Literally. Yeah. I mean, how hard is that? I don't know. It can't be that hard. You know, it's just like I think that that is a is a thing that a lot of growing, not a growing business. I mean, they've been a business for like seven, eight hundred years. Like you look on their <laughs> wall, they're like, "This is Ponzetti and fucking." 1493, one year (laughs) after Columbus landed, first pizza in America. Like, they have fucking literally rock. Yeah. Like, little cave paintings on their wall from the original staff. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, so, like, they almost, you almost can't even give them the benefit of, like, the, oh, they're a business that just popped off real quick and, like, can't having the growing pains of, like, two locations. Yeah. Like, for us, like, oh, they have another one? There's one in Salisbury, I think. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah now that's awesome but yeah I think we gotta uh, go to Sol's <laughs> <laughs> if anybody from Ponzetti's is listening I, I you just, just get a fucking hold line man you know like get a hold line your business would do better and not that you need any advice from us your business is obviously doing fine but like I mean if we weren't that committed to getting Ponzetti's
1: oh and I'll do it every time
0: yeah I'll do it every time too I will call because I know you're open you mm-hmm. know but like if Anybody else was trying to order five fucking pieces. I mean, that's like you know a hundred dollar order right there. You just miss that, yeah, because you don't have a phone hold thing. You know, it's kind of the same thing with uh, a lot of the cash only places. Kind of annoy me too, because it's like, dude, I understand that it costs you a certain amount of money to process, um,
1: like a credit charge or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, it's like, come on, you have enough traffic for yeah. it to
0: like make sense. Fractured prune when I went there a couple years ago couldn't take credit card, and I was like, dude. You guys are like a famous business. Yeah,
1: you're like a, you know, at least an East Coast chain by now.
0: Oh yeah, and by the way, fracture prune was good. Had that shit on the way back. <laughs> yeah, dude, you good. got six donuts to go. Mm-hmm. That was nuts. I was just having a hankering for donuts that mm-hmm. week. That week, but yeah, man, that was that was all around a fun trip. And, and like I said, I mean, there's not many times when you come back and and. You know, you get that wave of depression, but I, I think what is truly beautiful, and um, that I find especially unique about our friend group, and I know there's other friend groups out there like this, but it's, I think it's rare. Is You're tearing up. I know, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> rare, bro. It's hard to find. <laughs> but you have a lot of friends as you progress through life that, like, ultimately wind up being. Friends of either convenience or circumstance. So, like, I was close with a lot of different people throughout my tenure working at restaurants and stuff. Like, you know, you're working at Cheesecake Factory and like you have a little crew at Cheesecake Factory. And like, yeah. you guys are going out every night, you're hanging out. That's you're-
1: like the adult version of like school friends, though.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, then once, you know, somebody leaves, they go to a different job or you go to a different job and it's like, it just kind of fizzles out. And then the next thing you know, you haven't talked to them in three years. And you're like, holy shit, dude, where are you at now? And it's like, whatever, you run into him somewhere and it's just like cool to see him. But like even then, it's not really like a we should hang out thing. It's just like, oh, good to see you type thing. It's mm-hmm. like you realize that like your friendship was entirely predicated upon the fact that you had the same job. And so you guys were cool enough in those exact circumstances to be like, yo, I like hanging out with you. You know, we're both paid to be here, same hours on this on a fucking Wednesday. And, like, you're a cool guy to talk to. But, like, it's interesting that with our friend group, it's, like, the dynamics and, like, how immediately, when even though we haven't been in the same room for, for years, almost a decade, some of us, and, like, immediately everyone just falls back into, like, who they are. And it, it, I think that's especially interesting because we have so many of our own, like, little offshoot circles. Like, you and I are obviously very close I still talk to Scott regularly, I talk to Lucas fairly regularly, and I talk to Mahdi fairly regularly, but like, you know, and Dan as well, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I haven't talked to Mihai in forever, and like, it's interesting that like, you and I have our own dynamic, but then we're in the group, it's like, I forget, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot, Eric was this guy in the group, and I was this guy <laughs> in the group, and it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, you have your own thing, but then it's like, oh no, but I forgot, like, this is who we were within the whole group dynamic, yeah, and yeah. it's just funny to see, how like no matter how old we get and no matter what we're doing in life the second we all get back in the same room together it's immediately like you're sitting in fucking you know michael beckman's house it's just it's just so funny that way and i I think that that's something that a lot of people lack you know
1: no yeah it was great it's always like uh i like those moments whenever like you like reconnect with someone you haven't seen in a while it's like oh yeah we're instantly clicking again yeah yeah like that's like yeah that's describes probably everyone who was down there this weekend.
0: Yeah, I would imagine so. I would imagine so. Everyone that everyone in our group, not everyone that was down there, dude. I think Everyone
1: every, I'm talking about all a thousand people <laughs> in that dance room. Dude,
0: we fucking, you know, we came to the party and, and of course that was mostly Scott's doing, but like I think there's something to be said that like we can show up to a big ass club like Secrets and just as a crew kind of run that shit a little bit, yeah. you know, like all of a sudden we're in a room and it's like, dude, we're still like fucking getting the party star. i mean i didn't do that but scott Not did that yet. and scott's part of us so we all take credit <laughs> for that dude exactly one of us eats we all eat bro you they know
1: come up to us to ask who that is
0: exactly <laughs> like yeah he's my friend dude i know him. we drove down here together he was dancing the whole way yeah so, we
1: hired him to start parties all weekend <laughs> with us <laughs> professional party woman from la <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh i wonder if scott's around right now I, I don't think he wound up going to new york yeah, I don't think so. I saw him fucking chopping wood today or something. Oh, really?
1: On uh, Instagram. Should have hit him up, dude. I think he's probably over at his dad's.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's borrowing his car. I don't whatever. see much wood around here. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Not a lot of wood around here, dude. Chopped little tooth. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, other than the beach trip, I mean, Uh, you know, I came. we came back into the real world and we're immediately bamboozled. What's the topic of the week this week is... uh. Taliban's back, baby. Oh yeah, they made a big comeback. <laughs> Taliban is back, dude. Now that is... Uh, no, that's something. Don't call it a comeback, bro. They like I thought they were I thought the Taliban became Al-Qaeda, and then Al-Qaeda became ISIS. and like we've gone through like three different names. It was kind of freaky. Yeah, I don't know. When all of a sudden they were like, yo, the Taliban... I think they're all
1: three different things or four different things.
0: Yeah, I think so. But I think, I mean, ISIS still... I mean, if I were ISIS, I'd be pissed because they were hot for a while. And now, like, Taliban's coming back. It's kind of like 2000s nostalgia in a way. It's like, damn. You know, like, you forgot. You almost forgot about Taliban. We were the original terrorist group that we were all scared of,
1: you know? No, it's crazy. Taliban was hot when Soldier Boy was hot originally. (laughs) <laughs> soldier boy made a huge comeback this year and then all of a sudden the taliban's back
0: taliban's back baby soldier what, boy what's next <laughs> yeah man that that whole uh i don't know anything about beyond the fact that the Taliban's back i just know that apparently it is a uh quite the situation over there but I, it's weird it's like i don't know what else yeah apparently so
1: the president of Af- afghanistan he like fled his palace with like bunch of money and just was like all right peace out i'm going ghost yeah um apparently his brother is like a restaurant tycoon in baltimore oh really yeah apparently he owns like i know one of them was tapas teatra and i forget the other two but yeah fun fact right
0: that is a fun fact you might
1: just you might just (laughs) randomly see the fled uh fucking king of Afghanistan at <laughs> the horse next Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> he's chilling at the bar staying low. He's
0: like, no, you don't understand. I'm the literal king of Afghanistan. <laughs> like, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> all yeah. right, I'll get you a shot. Hey, take it out of my bottle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got all that oil money. Yeah, that's I mean, you gotta admit it's going a- get
1: a sick tip one night randomly. Yeah, you know,
0: well, not not from the fucking Taliban, but
1: No, from the fled king.
0: Oh yeah, the fled king. He's probably holding on everything he's got, you know. I would imagine if I was a fleeing king, I wouldn't want to draw too much attention to myself. Oh yeah, I wouldn't want people to know that I was the former king of Afghanistan right now. That's not that's not a that's bad look. It's not the best person to be right now. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) I mean you're talking about people who took an L this week. Yeah, I mean king of Afghanistan is top of that list. You know. Yeah. Um, it's just it is you know, I think a lot of people forgot we were in Afghanistan, including myself. It's, like, one of those things, like, I remember being a kid and thinking, like, you know, obviously, because that was, like, what's weird is, like, it's almost, it is a blast from the past because that was the, like, furthest back that I can remember, like, 9-11 and we went to Afghanistan. Like, that yeah. was a thing. And then when you're a kid, you're, like, yo, I think we're at war with Afghanistan. And then... Other like know it all kids would be like we're not at war with Afghanistan, dude. Like blah blah blah. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess not, because that wouldn't make sense. Like you know, that's a weird matchup. Yeah, like yeah. Afghanistan versus, you know, maybe in volleyball that would be a good match, but I don't know about yeah, like, the in the
1: Olympics. Yeah,
0: all out war. I don't know if that's exactly a Monday night football game there, but uh, you know, it's just weird that like oh we were there and we've been there for 20 years and then literally in a matter of days. It's like, why were we even there in the first place? I mean, everything we did over there, and that's, you know, I think that's something that a lot of people have a hard time understanding um, when it comes to different cultures, is that we obviously went over there not to spread democracy. I don't understand, like... I mean, I understand why people would think that, but it's very difficult for me to believe that, like, why did we pick Afghanistan? There's so many places... In the world that could use a uh, overthrow of their current regime and like a revamping of culture to make it more inclusive of women and gays or whatever else oppressed groups are there. So like you know we went to Afghanistan originally for I guess to get Osama bin Laden right that was the whole purpose. Yeah, you know? I think so.
1: Well, and then also like the like the quote unquote like uh, weapons of mass destruction.
0: That was Iraq. We went to Iraq. For weapons of mass destruction, because we... But it was
1: kind of the same shit.
0: Yeah, it was all part of the same campaign, you know? Like, if it was Call of Duty, first mission would have been Afghanistan, next level would have been in Iraq, Iraq, you know? But uh, it's just kind of, you know, they. I think ultimately, a lot of people there never really, like, because we spent all this money and time trying to, I guess, install our cultural values into their system and trying to get them to adopt our system and blah, 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 blah. And then what you realize is like... We're it's trying an, to
1: get a better deal on oil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're trying to get
0: a better deal on oil. and We're like, going
1: to put our guy in there so he'll give us a better deal.
0: Yeah, and it's like, look, you know, I, I am not a supporter of what they call interventionism, which is going into other countries and... Doing shit like yeah, that. Like
1: going somewhere else and telling them how they should do shit.
0: yeah, just rude. It is rude. It's, it's rude. rude. And I think that, you know. <laughs> Operation
1: Iraqi Freedom was rude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me hit this letter, by the way. Dude, if I got to light another match, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Swear to God. Um, But they don't fuck with our values. And I think we have to accept that. Yeah, Like, they don't want that shit a lot of them don't want it and like look the afghani army could have certainly fought off the taliban they just didn't really want to you know what i mean like i wonder how many like i think look i'm just totally speaking out of my ass right now but like what other explanation could you offer for the fact that we've been there building up their infrastructure building up their military building up their governmental system supporting their government supporting their military providing them with weapons providing them with all this shit Apache helicopters, fucking drones and all this shit that the Afghan that the Taliban doesn't have. And then the second we pull out, the Taliban just walks up and is like, "What's up bitches? We're back." And the military just goes, "Fuck it, take it." It's like, what other possible explanation could you offer other than like they didn't really care? Yeah. I mean, they they really must have been like, "Oh, uh, like I'm sure there was a lot. Of course there was a ton of Afghani citizens that were happy for us to be there. But like the other thing about interventionism is like it wasn't like at the point that we were there most recently, I think they said the most recent casualty or the most recent death, better yet, because casualty, I don't know when the most recent casualty, because that includes in- injuries as well. The most recent death in Afghanistan was February 2020. So it's been over a year since a troop has died, a soldier has died, a U.S. soldier, that is, mm-hmm. has died in Afghanistan. So to call that a war is not really. I guess, of an accurate representation yeah. of what was going on over there. We were occupying them. We were occupying them for access to their oil. And I think in a lot of ways, the citizenry may have been benefiting from that. And so I don't necessarily know if, like, yeah, would I support going in there uh, immediately? Would I, if, if today we came up with the idea of going in there, Uh, I would not support it. But the fact that we've already been there for 20 years, it's like to just pull out at that point, it almost like you watch the same thing happen in Syria, you watch the same thing happen in Libya, like you overthrow a fucking government. And then what happens? They just install a worse fucking thing. Like another worse thing comes and takes it over. Yeah. And now, like, of course, China and Russia are probably looking at it like, oh, shit, like now we're going to have to access these oil fields. China does not give a fuck. China's, gonna, China's looking at that being like, oh, thank God, America's gone? <laughs> we're coming in there tomorrow. China was sitting there next to Afghanistan like a dude in your girlfriend's DMs waiting yeah. for the day you break up. China slid in those DMs and was like, you up? <laughs> you up? Did he hurt you? Did he hurt? Like, you know that's what they're fucking doing, dude. And it's, I mean, look, I can't get too much further into it beyond that because honestly, I don't fucking know what's going on. All I know is that, uh, again, one of the few times uh, we get like one a year, I would say. We get one thing a year where everyone's pretty much in agreement like, oh, that's fucked up, you know. And I think this was that one. So we can all rejoice in that, that pretty much everyone is uh, looking at that situation and being like, damn, it's fucked up. Bam. Those fucking people hanging to the planes and shit. I was like, wow, they mm. really didn't like Afghanistan, you know? Yeah. But they got, they got, and that's the other thing about you know, if you look through their history, uh, they've never been like conquered. You know, they they be, there's something about the ter- terrain and the mindset of those people, um, that like the Russians tried to do it. Other people have tried to do it. The Ottomans, I guess, tried to, I don't fucking know. But, like, they've never fully been conquered. And, like, so it is, it's just kind of, I mean, they're they're a very strong culture, strong people. And so when you mesh that with the fact that they just rolled over for the Taliban, something else is going on there, dude. Something else is going on. And apparently the Taliban's been saying, like, well, we're going to try to be, we're going to try to be a little inclusive and stuff. And you're sitting there like, yo, Taliban, you, <laughs> you're the fucking, really, dude? Really? Man, what is chill inclusive this for time. you? We're <laughs> Tal- chill. Chill. Taliban's fuckboys now, dude. They're cool. <laughs> the Taliban funny.
1: coming at back like Germany right before WW2. Like we're chilling. <laughs> we're ch- hey,
0: guys, come on. It was we're 20 cool. years ago, dude. We're just going
1: to overthrow the palace real quick, nice and smooth. Nothing's mm-hmm. going to happen. We have women actually leading our. Uh, are
0: live killings now. <laughs> <We have. laughs> crazy, right? <laughs> well, that's inclusive. <laughs> Apparently they're memeing now, dude. Taliban's they're memeing. memeing. They're Jesus memeing. Crazy. Joe sent me a Taliban meme. What the fuck? It was like a it was like a Wojack and Chad meme, you know, where it's like the crying gray guy and like the cool guy looking back, mm-hmm. and the crying gray guy is like you're anti-Semitic blah 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 blah, and homophobic and blah blah blah, and you're literally destroy you're t- destroying culture and blah 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 and then the chad guy is just a taliban guy and he's looking back and he's just like yes and then behind him there's like three uh women like the women that you always see in those ones like the blonde and they're all in burkas and they're like we made you dinner habibi and it's like they're fucking like and then apparently like dude the thing that we forget is a lot of those dudes over there they're just like they're mostly younger like early 20s guys that get involved Uh, in that kind of shit like
1: they I mean, might know how to meme. Same age as like people that we send into the army.
0: We cannot allow ourselves to lose the meme war with the Taliban because no. that's the next frontier. Yeah, and I don't want them hitting us with the the West can't meme, dude. No, all that, we have to
1: do is ratio them, dude. Uh, we just have to ratio the Taliban.
0: The thing is, is like, there's more of us than them. Dude. What if they're funnier though? I'll ratio them, <laughs> dude. No matter what. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think that a lot of people are going to be surprised that, that the Taliban is tweeting heat. You know, they're still on Twitter apparently. <laughs> Did you <laughs> how know that do they have a
1: Twitter account? How how are they allowed to have a Twitter account? That's
0: been a, a subject of hot debate. Also,
1: didn't like ISIS have a Twitter account?
0: Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> I know. I mean, and like you know, not to get overly political, but a, a topic of hot debate this past week alone, because I don't think they've. Fully verify that it's a Taliban officially running this Twitter account, but uh they're pretty sure it's the Taliban. They're they're called the Taliban. <laughs> and they're saying Taliban-esque shit. So even if it's not them, there's still a Twitter account. They're still like live tweeting
1: yeah. from the like there. Yeah. <laughs> from the Taliban. And so
0: the sentiment growing around that people have been debating is like, does anybody find it odd that the a sitting president was banned from twitter but the taliban is just chilling on twitter retweeting shit it's like it's kind of it's kind of crazy now yeah. i me, mean trump was going off though but <laughs> was, was did was, was trump causing 9-11 though bro i the, mean that's a hard
1: comparison because also like yeah i don't know
0: it's a tough case to make it's that a tough
1: case to make it's it's trump you know, was worse than the man. taliban it's on twitter straw man argument buddy
0: it could be. I just think that no matter how you slice that one up, it's kind of difficult to say that an actual active terrorist organization openly promoting terrorism like not even like dog whistling or whatever, not being like, hey, you think maybe we should uh, no, they're just like, yo, we're going to fuck We we're, we yesterday we overthrew Afghanistan. We're not fucking around. We're not just, and it's like, it's kind of difficult. It's like, why would they look, I, I'm going to try to remain intellectually consistent here and say that uh, I guess it wouldn't be the worst thing. Look, this is a tough. This is a tough stance to take. I'll admit. Uh, Short circuiting. But I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Uh, let Taliban be on Twitter. Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and say that because you know what I saw, I said we should let Trump stay on Twitter. Uh, and I still believe that. And I think that uh, you know, know your enemy. Kinda. Keep I them think close. Keep, them, keep your enemies close. Follow. Keep your friends
1: close. Follow them on Twitter. Follow the ta- everybody follow
0: the Taliban right now. Everybody go follow the Taliban. I think that, look, look.
1: Tomorrow's Follow Friday.
0: We'll just, you know, Taliban. Now, you think they do follow for follow? Because I tell you what. I hope not. I don't want to be on some list. I, I tell you what. If I could brag the Taliban follows me, I feel like that's kind of a flex a little bit. But, I mean, no, but even being serious, I know this sounds like a ridiculous uh, point to make. And I'm not necessarily saying that this is definitely my stance, but just to kind of run with it a little bit here. I Wouldn't it be kind of better if you knew what they were up to all the time? Like, if everybody knew what the Taliban was up to, you kind of have a more insight into what's going on, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, perhaps. Like, they're certainly getting their name. Look, look. Whoever's running their marketing is doing a great job because, again, they came out of the <laughs> We're fucking, talking about it. <laughs> we're talking about dude. I mean, like, I mean, Taliban is like, you know, they're back. They're back, baby. But like...
1: They had a rebrand. It's just... They're going kid-friendly.
0: I guess there is. Look, I see both sides of this, dude. Obviously, if you, if you asked me, if you put a gun to my head and said, do you think that the Taliban should be on Twitter, I would probably say... Um, <laughs> this is tough.
1: Let me ask this: Who's asking you this question? If it's the Taliban, (laughs) (laughs) gotta
0: say yes. (laughs) Why did you want to follow me, bitch? (laughs) Sorry, Taliban. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Look, I I get, I understand the argument about like hate speech and like actual cause to violence, and definitely you. I, I think that you should set a thing. there. like, if they're going like, yo. Retweet if you're trying to help us bomb the US embassy <laughs> yeah. tomorrow.
1: 10,000 retweets and we'll be at this journal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like I can kind of see what what okay. Here's what I think it all comes down to. Um when you I don't see I don't know if this is going to apply. I don't know if it's going to make sense. I'm going to say it anyway. By when people get censored, and you've seen this all the time, this is why a lot of right wing guys will actually like make their website or whatever like censored or banned or something like that because there's a certain weight that is carried when you can say that like the establishment doesn't want you to hear this, they don't want you to know this, you know. And so, a lot of people that think conspiratorially or just generally just kind of want to go and question things or going, well, wait, why the fuck? Who's to, get to tell me that I can't listen to this person or whatever? And so, like, in a lot of ways, I think that when you go out of your way to censor people, it almost kind of strengthens their resolve a little bit because it gives them like a... Uh, yeah,
1: it's like getting kicked out of the village. You're fucking creating a villain.
0: Exactly. So, again, I don't know if this draws a complete parallel to the Taliban, but... I mean, look, if the stuff that they're saying, if the stuff that they're doing, and I believe, of course, it is, is bad, which it is from my understanding of it, then you would think that when their ideas are put out there that people would recognize them as bad and go, oh, and maybe it would even draw more awareness to how shitty they are because if you're not hearing about the Taliban, for instance— if you're not hearing about, like, for instance, there's tons of fucking people in Africa, or in particular, or in Haiti, or in, like, other parts of the world, dictatorships, op- oppressors, things like that, that are doing terrible things to their people, and, but you don't really hear about them because the news doesn't talk about them, and so these people are kind of suffering in silence in these regions of the world because... Mm-hmm. Their plight doesn't concern us. They're not sitting on a whole bunch of oil or any other natural resources that we can benefit from. So why the fuck do we care if, you know, uh, this country in Central Africa is just fucking being torn apart by this whatever? And so you don't hear about it. You don't know it. Um, So perhaps you could make the argument that by these people propagating themselves and putting them out there to the world... It raises awareness of just how bad they really are. Whereas maybe if you completely censored them from the internet, then people would lose a grasp on the fact that this is actually going on. Like if you're, if every day you log onto Twitter and you see a fucking tweet from the Taliban going like, yo, you know, about to do this shit, and you're like, damn, dude, these motherfuckers are still at it. We gotta do something <laughs> about that. Versus like if you just take them off of Twitter, then it's like you're just going to forget about the Taliban. They're just going to do whatever the fuck they want. Nobody's going to care anymore. We're just going to sweep it under the rug. They're going to have complete control of Afghanistan, which, again, you know, you could make the argument. It's like, well, you know, you know, like if you're against interventionism, then, you you know, let them have Afghanistan. It's like, you know, it's hard. That's a hard Hard uh, position to take, you know. I'm not yeah. trying to take either one, but like,
1: I mean, but if they tweet smoking on that Gaza pack, I'm gonna have to retweet it, you know. <laughs> they tweet a banger, I gotta retweet it. I
0: mean, and that's the problem. If Taliban was smart, if they were smart, Let's go viral, go viral. And I think that that you know, in 2020, just go on Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> in 2021, in the 20s. Wouldn't that just be the ultimate, like dystopian, like the next thing you could imagine happening? Is it just turns out the Taliban yeah, the is just Taliban
1: the... just gets aware? Are they now on VH1? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the fire is the making of the
1: <laughs> terrorist organization.
0: Look, man. Uh, if Twitter was gonna take them off, they probably would have done it by now. Oh, for sure. I'm surprised that it's been this much of a debate. Honestly uh and that's that's me speaking from their standpoint i mean if you're twitter because i'm coming at, we're coming at this from our own perspectives and like my perspectives are clearly not twitter's perspectives and your perspectives are not i don't even prob- know what my perspective is yeah i mean you but i imagine it's uh, my point is like you're thinking outside like twitter has taken a hardline stance several times in the past on certain hills and said this is what we stand for this is what we allow this is what we don't allow so for them to kind of like not apply that in this situation is like yo i mean i mean they pretty much i mean they pretty much check all the boxes you would think i
1: mean just have them do what they made you do on instagram where it's like all right if you're the taliban you got to prove it and then you can have your account back <laughs>
0: They got to do like what I did and like send a picture yeah, with a Yeah, they got to send their
1: driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> they got to send a proof of If you're LLC. really the
0: Taliban, I want you to send a picture of a U.S. prisoner Show holding up...
1: Bank records. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's something the fuck else, dude. Yeah, that happened. That did happen. And that's been taking up the news cycle. I mean, anything else been going on that you're aware of? Anybody get canceled this week? Anything happen? Uh...
1: Mm, 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 mm. Not really. I, uh, but I, uh, you know, I stayed down an extra couple of days at the beach. Oh yeah. How was that? Uh, that was fun. It was, I was definitely on that like post beach, like depression though, even yeah. though I was still at the beach, but it was just like, all right, now I got to be with my parents kind of like hung over for two days and, uh, sleeping on an even worse bed somehow <laughs> than the <laughs> no. bed I shared with Scott.
0: <laughs> no, we forgot to totally mention the fact that we'd randomly ran into your parents at Ponzetti. Yeah. Yeah. Before. That was that crazy. Was- Crazy, but
1: the five pizzas, like eight drinks deep fucking on a quarter tab acid. <laughs> like, oh, my parents. Great. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. Oh, the pizza's not ready. Oh, great. My parents are here. Let's talk.
0: <laughs> it is. It is always weird when you run into people when you're not expecting to run into them. Like even I mean, even if I, I run. I mean, in- I love seeing my parents. But oh, yeah. It's just like
1: it's so funny. Yeah. Like, you're just you're like, oh, all the way. I mean, even though I knew my parents were down there, it's like I'm in Ocean City. I shouldn't see anyone I know.
0: Yeah. Mm hmm. But you guys, you know, like I said, you guys are moths to a flame when it comes to Ponzetti. I know. So, you know, <laughs> if I was trying to attract a glazer, if I was setting a glazer trap, I would put yeah. a slice of Ponzetti's in a fucking cage with a stick on it. <laughs> <laughs> you might
1: even just need the box. You don't even need yeah. do a slice. Yeah. <laughs> just a, a closed box and there might be a pizza Yeah, in I'd probably eat the I'm pizza on the way it. to set
0: the trap, dude. <laughs> You're to drive all the way back. This is delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. I kind of felt bad for you that you had to, like, because, like, you had to, like, switch gears, but, like, switch gears while still there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it was, like, it definitely, uh, it was a harsh come down. And then finally, like, when I got back on Monday night, I was like, all right, vacation finally over.
0: So you got back the next night. It was almost like
1: you know how like the third Lord of the Rings movie like ended like five times. Yes. And by the end of it, you're like, all right, just fucking finish. <laughs> That's how my vacation was. Bro. So,
0: did you guys do anything of note? Like, did you like did you hit the beach that day? Yeah, or anything?
1: I went to the beach. Uh,
0: Sunday or Monday or both? I think I went.
1: No, I came back Monday. So I got down there on Sunday. I went to the beach for a little bit. Um, then we got crabs that night. Nice. We're great. At? Uh, we just got crab bag and then brought it back to the crab bag's apartment, good apartment. Crab or, bag like, vacation place. Um mm-hmm. and then the next day did the same thing, beach. I tried to sleep in, but I just like dude, I fucked up my shoulder so bad on that bed. Like it oh, was really? to the point on Tuesday where like I would lift my shoulder up and it would hurt. Or like I'd lift my arm up and my shoulder would hurt. It felt so fucking weird. Like I slept on it so weird. Damn. Um
0: I thought real quick, the way the cord was sitting in front of your shirt, I thought your shirt said porn from pain. Porn from pain. It says born from pain for context, but I was like, (laughs) what the fuck are you wearing? wearing Sicko, you fucking sicko, bro. bro. (laughs) Anyway, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. Uh,
1: You know, nothing too exciting, nothing crazy. We just, uh, you know, did the beach and did the crabs one night. And then uh, on Monday, went to the beach. And then we went to Grove Market, which is like... I don't know if it has like a James Beard Award. Or it has some sort of like award. It's like a really good restaurant, kind of like in the middle of nowhere, Bishopsville, like Where's farmland, like Ocean City.
0: So like on the eastern shore, or is like it if like if
1: you're going out sixty, and then like, uh, you kind of like take a right after you pass the bay. You, you mean you like fifty or
0: sixty? Sixty. Sixty. What is sixty? Uh. Or is it 90? 90. 90 is yeah. the one where you come in on 65th Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah I call yeah. it 62 because it comes on a 65th yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 90, you take 90 out and you just, before you get to 50, like before mm-hmm. it like goes back onto the yeah, regular. You, like,
1: turn right into like the fucking farmlands of Ocean City.
0: Grove Market. And it's a... Uh, it's like a five-star restaurant? Or is it just like a really like dope something. restaurant? It's
1: like a really dope restaurant. I forget what kind of awards it's got, but it has some accolades.
0: The James Beard. That yeah. sounds that sounds accredited.
1: But basically, it's, like, this old, like, smokehouse restaurant. And, like, it's, like, you know, only, like, ten tables. It's, like, in a house. Um, but I got a really good fucking duck. It was, like, half of a duck. Yes. Cooked twice. And then with some, like, orange soy kind Re-fried of gingery sauce duck. on it. It was really What did you get for good. the side? Uh... It was, like, some, like, fresh, like, cucumber salad pickle thing. Okay. And then mashed potatoes, and they had, like, a breadstick for everyone. I'm so
0: fucking glad you said mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. (laughs) You can't go wrong with that, bitch. Yeah, the duck was fucking so good, though. That's sweet. I guess that is kind of cool, because, like, when you're out with your parents, it's, like, you know... Usually they're gonna fucking oh yeah, it's their treat. They're treating you, so it's like we're you know our credit cards were all smoking. For oh the yeah, weekend.
1: I was treating myself all weekend. Like dude, I I mean that
0: I mean that's and that's then another to thing.
1: Cool off on some parental
0: treats. That was nice. Yeah, your credit card's like oh my god, thank god. Jeez I haven't expert. even looked
1: at it yet. I don't even know how much I. spent. I don't plan on it.
0: I I mean like you know if there's one thing, I don't think I
1: went too crazy though. I probably spent at max. Maybe like 300, 350. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Not crazy. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's like. That was like how much I paid for the room.
0: I was honestly surprised. Like, whenever we got out to a restaurant, after the check was divided up by eight, it was like, oh, I got a Venmo, you 12 bucks. It was yeah. like, what? That's <laughs>
1: crazy. How is
0: this not more expensive? Well, because
1: like, also, we would get fucking Mihai's EMS discount oh, or whatever yeah. the fuck, his ambulance discount.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. But that was like 10%, dude. That probably I think took it was, off like, like 20%. The point is, is like the fact that we weren't even getting out of the tens most times we went out was, oh, yeah. was unbelievable to me. But uh, I
1: don't think I ever spent over 100 at a bar. I think the most I charged that weekend was at fucking Ponzetti's for those pizzas.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely, on one round, I think I dropped triple digits on that round of six shots and six Millers. Oh but my like,
1: God. Yeah, that would do it though. Look, you got to do it. Shots. I mean, let like, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I was talking about this with somebody the other day. And the thing yeah, about I think
1: like three crushes at Faggers was was like 50 bucks. Oh yeah, that'll get you <laughs> something weird. The crushes will get you. You or really I probably got way with, more than that to be honest.
0: Stick with the the big 3 Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, and your tab, you know, if you're if you're sticking with those, if you're at a super fucking pricey bar, your tab's still going to be high, but it's going to be no matter where you go, that's going to be your best bet. It's just getting beers. The second you start buying shots, your check just doubles. Yeah. I mean, like the second the idea of getting a bomb or a shot crosses your mind, just give up all hopes of not spending a ton of money because that's just that's just what happens. And, like, the thing about shots for me is, like...
1: It's not even about the liquor. It's, like, just about the experience.
0: And it's... it's Yeah, exactly. It's about kind of this reconvening and, like, a reset. You know? It's, yeah, like, yeah. everybody gets kind of back together, and it's, like, yo, cheers. And, like, it kind of, like... That's why I liked um. And shots
1: at bars are, like, sodas at a movie theater. It's, like, way too expensive, but it's, like, I got to get one. You got to get a soda. If everyone's getting one, I'm getting one.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like that's what I was talking about with um Matt cuz Matt was talking about maybe doing a power hour episode on his podcast which is um you do a shot of beer every minute. Um fun game. I've uh, I've mm-hmm. you know that's normally a thing that people would do in high school or college. I did it for the first time last year with Dana and Marissa and people. <laughs> Were you there that day? The Ravens game after brunch? Uh, maybe, I don't know. We went to brunch in the morning and then I think we went back to Dana Marissa's house. I think you might have dipped though. I don't think so. Anyway, no. we'd already been drinking all day and we started doing power hour and I, and the thing was is was like in context, in concept, in theory, it doesn't feel like it would be that hard to do a shot of beer every minute. So you do a shot of beer every minute for an hour, and that's a power hour. And like you know, they have like playlists. What's that, on,
1: Sixty ounces of beer, basically.
0: Uh, ninety shots an 90. ounce and a half. Ooh. It winds up, you know, a beer is twelve ounces, so there. If a shot is one oh, and, and a half a ounces, like then that means there's eight shots. Forty
1: hands in an hour.
0: Yeah, eight shots in a beer. So what's sixty divided by eight? That is let's see, eight times nine. Eight. Eight times eight is forty-eight. Mm-hmm. Nine times eight is fifty-six. Nine and a half beers. You're basically drinking nine and a half beers. Is that right? No, that's wrong. I fucked that up. I definitely fucked that up. Eight times eight is sixty-four. <laughs> eight times eight is sixty four. Nine times eight is seventy-two. I mean, think about it this way. So it's seven and a half beers. It's seven and a half beers okay, in an hour, which will get you buzzing. But after a half an hour, it gets you like... You, it makes you need to pee. Yeah, and it, you almost feel like you can't do it, but then it's like you forget about it and you do it. But what it really is about is very much like a shot at a bar. It's like... We were we didn't even put on a playlist because you can do those power hour playlists where like two thousands power hour and they just play like all these bangers from the two thousands every minute it switches and it just kind of mm-hmm. gets you re going again you're like hell yeah I remember this song do you know a shot of beer and like by the end you're seven beers deep and you're like oh fuck yeah let's fucking go out to the bars or whatever uh, we might I might even suggest we do that tomorrow who knows Ooh. who knows maybe maybe I'll incorporate that into the night you know power hour, nine maybe um but uh You gotta do it twenty nine hours straight <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got to start now. (laughs) But, uh, you know, we didn't even put a playlist on. We were just talking. And like every time we do a shot, the conversation would kind of like switch topics. Mm -hmm. And so we were basically, we talked about like 60 different things over the course of an hour. And it's like every time you kind of reset, whereas in normal, a conversation was just kind of drone on, blah, blah, blah. blah. You kind of just lose steam. And then somebody thinks of something else to talk about. You do it, But this one just keeps you going. When you're out at a bar, it's like everybody's kind of there. And like maybe there's like a lull. And you're like, all right, we're in this room. This, I don't really fuck with this song that much. And everybody's just kind of chilling, like running low on beer. And it's like, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. just standing around, not really knowing what to do. And then somebody rolls up with a fucking round of shots. And it's just rejuvenating, dude. It just like, it just, it just turns the night back on, you know? So that's why I think it's important. And, uh, you know, that's why I did it, dude. You got to yeah, do it. And, and other people got together. shots. Scott got shots. And it's like, you got to do it. But uh, we failed. We saved the best for last, dude. We failed to talk about the. Breaking news of the day that you told me about, which I don't think you fully appreciate how weird this was Huh? from my end. I was driving in my car down York Road from the studio. I was here earlier today doing some stuff. Yeah. And, or was I? Where was you? I? I don't know. Maybe I wasn't here. That's so weird. Oh, you know what? I, <laughs> now that's weird. <laughs> I don't know where I was earlier. Oh, that's right. I was up in Cockeysville taking my guitar to music go around to get it repaired. Or get it like fixed or set up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm driving back down York Road and I get to around the Exxon McDonald's part, like in Towson. And I'm like, oh, let me just, I figured like we had both just assumed we were doing the podcast tonight, like unspokenly. But I was like, let me just text Eric. It's like, I remember it was 1209. I said, let me just text Eric just to like confirm that we're doing the podcast tonight. So I did. And so I sent that text and then you replied with, Something or from my end, it was like uh let me see if I can pull this up. Cause it, it was just it really blew my mind. I was so confused. Let's see. Setting the stage here. 1209. I love that my phone's gonna be extra slow right now. Mm-hmm. Here we go.
1: Get into it.
0: Here we go. Okay. So I say trying to do tonight like seven slash eight. Or whatever. And then you say, Yeah, let's break this on the pod later. I got the scoop. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Break what on the pod? We're doing the podcast. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking We're doing news. the podcast. And so I was confused and I was like, What is he talking about? And then, so I started texting you uh, uh, another text. And then that's when I realized right above it, 15 seconds earlier, you had texted Ooh. me. Breaking news: Traffic Jam Jimmy doesn't even eat the food. This just in: He's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Joey heard this from the source. So I was a bewildered at the mere fact that after not having texted each other in four days, at the exact minute,
1: yeah, we decided to text, text each, other. each other. Yeah,
0: that kind of stuff in life. There are certain times when it's like that coincidence. We a boys' trip weekend, dude. We're synced up. Really, though, really. It's like, it's just... It's like girls with their periods. Yeah, we're synced up, dude. Like, like I said, we talked about that before in the past, like how my brother and I will just say the same thing out of nowhere at the same time because we live together. That stuff's real. Yeah. Like that stuff is real. That's not a coincidence. If you factor in how many minutes there are in a day and how many... It's not like we text each other all day every day. Like, no. I, you know, like we text each other maybe like the day of the podcast and maybe other times randomly throughout the week, randomly, sometimes. So like you factor in that we text each other about two times a week. Yeah, there's yeah. 3,600... No, there's fucking... I'm not even going to do this math. I'll get too tripped up on math all the time. There's a lot <laughs> of fucking minutes in the Nine day. Nine days there's a lot <laughs> There's a lot of minutes in a week. And the fact that on the same exact minute, we decide to text each other the same exact minute, the same exact day, that's fucking weird. And I don't know if that's a coincidence. That's just some next-level shit.
1: But also, here's what's funny. My perspective is, I said that shit, then you said pod seven or eight and i was like yeah let's break this shit
0: like i wasn't even thinking about the pod but as soon as i found out we had that breaking news i was like dude fire up the fucking microphones dude fire these bitches up now i
1: also kind of assumed we'd pod tonight anyway yeah of course
0: of course you know um
1: yeah breaking fucking news let me get into this yeah hit me with uh, this we all know the you know the thieves over at baltimore humor They're they're stuck in their bracket phase.
0: Mm -hmm. They're still in the bracket. They saw us do
1: the bracket thing. They're like, all right, let's do that. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Copied us. People have called them out for it multiple times. Yes, Um, it's a
0: thing. Although before you continue, let me just say one thing. mm -hmm. And no hate to Baltimore. No hate to Baltimore humor. No hate to Baltimore
1: humor. I made a meme. Calling it how I see it.
0: I made a meme this week. Because I realized I forgot to post that we posted the episode before I left for OC. I posted the episode, but I never made an Instagram post for it. And then once I got to Ocean City, it's not that I even thought... I didn't even think about it. Like, I was just so in vacation mode. I just blocked everything out. Very refreshing. Loved it. Came back Monday morning, sitting on the toilet, taking a shit. I'm like, oh, shit. Maybe I should post about this episode. So I think of a meme randomly, and I'm like, let me post this. And then I thought, you know what? I bet you Baltimore humor would like this meme. Because it's (laughs) relevant to the city. Kind of goes along with the sentiment that they're always kind of pushing out. And so I private messaged the meme to them. And I said, share this shit for the love of Baltimore. And they did. Nice. You shared it. And we got a ton of traffic to the page. You know, like, you know, we're in like, I think we're at like 150 likes, which is high for us for just a regular meme, just a fucking random meme. Mm-hmm. So like they helped us out with that. And then I, you know, I, I, I just kind of tried to take it a little further. And I was like, by the way... Uh, you know swing on the podcast sometime we're writing Towson and judging by your memes we know you are too (laughs) and they never reply to that which means we're on to them I know I'm starting to think it might be you dude honestly (laughs) (laughs) one of us is Baltimore humor bro (laughs) it's getting too close to home at this point
1: you know (laughs) so uh so, yeah, I was just talking to Joey today because he's, uh, you know, he's been going out, treating himself, going out to dinner mm-hmm. uh, most nights. Uh, his wife and kid are out in Cali right now visiting family. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just been cruising around town. He went to Ibar. Um, and there you go. he was there and he was like asking them about the contest because, uh, you know, Baltimore Humor... Uh, on their, like, maybe eighth bracket, they did best buffalo wing in Baltimore <laughs> right, or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ibar lost in, like, the second or so round. Yeah, ridiculous. So Joey was asking him, like, hey, like, what happened with that? Like, I saw you lose that competition. So uh, the owner told him, like, yeah, um the guy didn't even get buffalo wings. He got honey barbecue wings. Hmm. And he judged it off that. And then another night, Joey went to Kisslings. And I think they might have won that competition potentially. I forget. I think
0: it was either them or Nacho Mamas.
1: Maybe Nacho Mamas. Yeah. But Kisslings was like up there. And it's always like in the talks of like the best wing in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Joey said he was a little disappointed. Okay. Um, but then he asked them, like, hey, like, I saw you guys make it up there in that wing competition. Um, what was that like? Apparently traffic jam jimmy over there uh didn't even eat the wings at kisslings
0: didn't even get wings didn't even get
1: wings period he just went up to a table eating wings and said hey how do you rate them (laughs) what
0: (laughs) see i could give him the pass on not getting buffalo wings but getting a different type of wing at ibar because i think technically he's too old for buffalo sauce and also, if you're playing semantics here, the competition was best wings in Baltimore, not best buffalo wings. Okay, so okay, okay. it's fair if you get a flavor of wings. Now, granted, buffalo it's kind of the s- best for the competition. It's, though, yeah, it's a, it's say. the great equalizer. It's the base flavor because everyone has buffalo wings. Not everyone's gonna have sweet Thai chili, even though I do think that they are the best flavor of wings. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're trying to judge a competition of best wings in Baltimore, then it would make sense to yeah, pick you can't a judge a
1: wing versus a chicken tender. Yeah,
0: the standard flavor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, I'll give him a pass on that, even though that's not how I would have played it. But you didn't even get the wings at Kissling, though, bro? Didn't you just asked the table? Yeah. Now, what is the point of Traffic Jam Jimmy in this competition? <laughs> I don't fucking know. What does he do? I
1: think like, he's just the affiliation to the news that they have. Like right, isn't that it? I I'm guess sure. so.
0: I think because like uh, the competition is based off of just Instagram poll votes. Yeah. So like, I think does Traffic Jam is he like a super delegate where like his vote counts for like fifty votes or like a hundred votes and that gets tacked on? Like what is Wait, no, I do an
1: Instagram poll. I think it is. Or if it is, I don't think it counts. Because I think the thing is like he goes out and tries the best food and rates it by what it eats. And he's not even out there eating the right stuff or even eating it at all.
0: Now, I. Where are the referees? Pride myself on studying Baltimore humor full time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say that it is an inst- It's definitely an Instagram poll. And I believe in the past they've been called out in their comment threads like, yo, like. Shouldn't we be allowed to vote on this? Like, why is this one guy deciding? And the neighbor replied, like, no, it's it's a public vote. Like, he just tastes the wings. So Traffic mm-hmm. Jam Jimmy's, as far as I know, and I could be wrong, but I, I'm like 99% sure this is the case. I think he's just like a little face to put on it that like makes it more official and kind of makes it more, a little bit more involved where they're going to the bars and trying to shit and stuff like that. Damn, so, bro. Are you Baltimore human? <laughs> I'm traffic jam, Jimmy, bro. <laughs> 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 but like, so that's, you know, I'll say that's trash for sure. Um,
1: that's garbage.
0: That's garbage. Garbage. But, uh, you know, are we surprised? Are After we surprised? We, we
1: know what they do over there at Baltimore. Harvard. We know what you guys do. We know there. what you fucking
0: do. Yeah, we know why right. you don't want to come on the podcast, dude. Because you're already on it, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what the real Baltimore humor would say. <laughs> Cast dispersion.
0: That's exactly what the real Baltimore humor would say, dude. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, you know, right now they're doing their snowball competition. That's cool. Traffic gen Jimmy's going out there and ordering ice cream cones. <laughs> Just fucking... <laughs> Just fucking do whatever, you know. Just look, have the McDonald's
1: drive-through.
0: More doing power. The fucking cone challenge. I think that we should just fucking. I think that we should just get real meta and just get traffic jam Joey on there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just and just start having him go to <laughs> and ordering all the wrong shit. <laughs> and then they would have. I mean, he, he couldn't avoid us at that point. They'd be like, all right. We were supposed to be copying you, <laughs> and yeah, it's going a little far. You're taking this arrangement way more than it should have been, but like, yeah, I mean, how that's, are we gonna copy this now? <laughs> so, um, I mean, that's breaking news, dude. I mean, is anybody surprised? Probably not. Does anybody care? Who knows? I mean, look, it would be I didn't sweet.
1: Know I was dealing with a fucking Baltimore humor simp over
0: here, dude. Jesus yeah, I'm Christ. a simp, dude. I'm simping for Baltimore Jesus. humor, dude. No, nah, no, nah, look, you know what? You know what? I'm Baltimore Humor. I'm <laughs> Baltimore <laughs> Humor. Nah, I mean, look, it'd be sweet if Fox 45 hit us up or, you know, maybe Fox News. Maybe just bigger Fox. <laughs> maybe Sean Hannity. Maybe we get Sean Hannity in this involved, you know? We need
1: to get NPR, Diane Reed. Yeah, we'll let's MP- try out all the best bars in Baltimore. <laughs>
0: I want you to try to get picked up by a dude in every bar in Baltimore. Who has
1: the best orange crush?
0: <laughs> you need to sample all 64. In an hour. In an hour. <laughs> you got a power hour of orange crush. <laughs> Whichever one you pass out on <laughs> is the winner. <laughs> Home of the crush that killed Diane Reed. Kissling.
1: where's Or that the bar with Diane Reed? And she's like, yeah, no, I'll just... I think I had alcohol poisoning.
0: (laughs) Nah, it's just a hotel thing.
1: (laughs) No, right now I have alcohol poisoning. Nah, nah, nah. I think it's your hotel.
0: (laughs) So where does it rate? (laughs) Of all the alcohol poisoning. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm glad we found that out, dude. I'm glad we got our feet on the street as well. You know, we need our feet on the street, dude. We don't have the power of a camera crew and all kinds of crazy Later. marketing tactics and shit like that. We got Joey Malinsky, a father who is a single father for the next couple days, and he's out there testing wings and, and and giving us the the intel that we need to talk more shit uh, to the to the uh, yeah. This is great. Thank yeah, dude, you, man. Thank got, you for breaking we that. We got eyes everywhere. We got eyes on the streets, dude. We got eyes in the sky.
1: Yeah, you got the news on your side. We got the people.
0: We got the people, bro. And you know the people and the news, bro. Who wins every time, dude? The news. The people. We are the (laughs) the news. The news wins. We always win. (laughs) We are the people's podcast. Don't forget it. Um, yeah, man. Other than that, dude. On that note, now that we've blown this case out of the water, anything else you want to plug this week, dude? You got Baltimore Comedy Festival right around the corner. Baltimore Comedy
1: Festival right around the corner. First weekend in September, so I believe it's like September third or fourth all the way to the seventh. Something around those. It's like the Thursday to Monday. Cool. Check it out on a fucking calendar if you don't believe me. <laughs> um
0: You got a calendar, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah.
1: Come on. You're listening to a podcast, probably on a phone. Look at the fucking calendar, look, idiot. Look, Labor what? Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. Um, yeah, I got there's counter gonna right be now. some great shows. Uh, Fact check you. Yeah. Some shows at the BMI, some shows all around at the Crown, some other spots. Obviously, Motor House, uh, be there, be square, and yeah, probably bring a mask because there's probably a mask mandate still.
0: Yeah, probably. Um, now sidebar is that uh, so they closed again? they
1: teased it. It didn't even have the first one back. Because mm-hmm. I think the mask mandate came back and kind of threw that a wrench day, into yeah.
0: things. Yeah, yeah. But they are eventually coming back. I presume. At one point, hopefully. We'll see. At some point. Uh as far as uh that goes, I mean that's that's Other a huge. Than that, plug. We just
1: got a fucking wedding in a week or two.
0: Yeah, wedding. Is that next week? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. I know.
1: Holy shit.
0: I know. That's fucking wild. Uh not a lot of stuff. Even they long. already got married. We yeah. already went to their wedding. Every <laughs> wedding. We're already going <laughs> to our friend's <laughs> second wedding. Um, so that's next week and catch yeah, us. COVID was hard for Dan. We'll be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got married. That ended real quick. Yeah. Now he's getting married again to it's the beautiful. Same woman. It's a love story. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as gigs, I mean, obviously you guys already know at this point. That's my fucking birthday this weekend, August 20th, 1992. turned the big two nine. You know what they say. 29 is a new 27. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy to turn 27 again. Um uh, this weekend I'm not doing shit because it's my fucking birthday weekend, dude. I'm not trying to do anything on my Hell birthday yeah. weekend. I'm going to John's birthday party. A case race wasn't even my idea, but I'm on team Greece. Not case race, beer Ooh, Olympics. Nice. I'm on team Greece. Uh, That's fun.
1: Like beer pong Olympics.
0: Kind of like just a bunch of different events and shit like that. Oh yeah. Kind of cool. Um, and then I think my family's having a little birthday cookout on the 22nd. I'll decide if I want to invite any friends to that or not, or you know how 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 obnoxious my father's gonna be that day um i feel you uh and then uh but the coming week you know catch me every tuesday at perennial in towson five to eight um i won't be there tuesday the 31st but every other tuesday including tuesday the 24th which is the next one coming up i'm at perennial in towson the new spot that used to be cunningham's right by the circle every tuesday five to eight uh the horse every wednesday night uh Every Wednesday at the horse, you came in on the Fells Point, 9.30 to close, 9.30 to one thirty a.m. I'm there solo, dolo, uh, for my new weekly Wednesday residency. Loving it, dude. Cannot express how happy I am to be doing this every Wednesday as opposed to every Sunday. It's one of the biggest come-ups in my my recent history. Yes, sir. Uh, Yeah, but other than that, I mean, not anything else going on, dude. Just the weekly gigs, and uh, I kind of just taking it sleazy next weekend for Dan's wedding. Mm-hmm. Got private a private event on Friday. Private event on Saturday. Just, you know. Just keep that on the books. You know, if you raps, private event. If you know, you know. If you don't, go badass. am I? That was not a sentence. Um badass. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, uh, check us out uh, at sophomore md the band. We got some new stuff coming out soon. I promise. Uh our fucking producer has just recently decided to become fucking famous and is touring in Nashville with a uh, country artist and opening for humongous acts. So oh, once he gets back from being a very successful person, we will uh, employ him to mix our song. Perfect. And uh, so that's that's cool. And uh, we'll have that coming out. At Jimmy Selesky on everything. At Eric Glazer across the board. And of course, at LFTS Podcast on everything. Check us out on YouTube. Throw us a subscription. We got them clips coming out. You already know that. I got to say it. Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, your podcast app, Google Play, wherever the fuck you use. We're on that bitch, too. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Till next week. Peace. Peace. You can play the game and you can act out
1: the part Though you know it wasn't written for you but Tell me how can you stand there with your broken heart Ashamed of playing a fool But one thing can